From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, I'm Benji Shulman. Still, and uh, this is the new Blue Review. Welcome to the program. Good to be with you on this Monday morning, and I uh, hope that you are out of bed and at work and feeling productive, because the people in the studio are not even looking productive at all. That's um, fine. I can say things like this to them. Uh, if you have been following uh, Instagram, are you an Instagrammer? Uh, if you are, you're going to love this because that's basically what the show is all about today. It's all about the gram. Uh, and uh, we're talking about Instagram because if you were following Instagram, hashtag Yebo, Yala Yebo, uh, the last couple of weeks, you will know that uh, the so- South African uh, Embassy of Israel or the Im- Israeli Embassy in South Africa, uh, as well as the South African Friends of Israel uh, and LL, were all doing a recent uh, trip of Instagrammers from uh, South Africa to Israel and Israelis from uh, Israel to South Africa. And they were taking pictures, doing a photo dialogue of similarities and differences between the different uh, countries. And so we thought we'd bring into studio two of uh, the Instagrammers and uh, chat to them about the experience and uh, how can you get a couple extra likes on, uh, on, on one of those pictures. Uh, they have very strong feelings on this. Trust me. Uh, so, yeah, I'd like to uh, welcome into the studio, studio Alexi Portokalis and Miklas Mananeke. Did I get that right? Man, Mananeke. 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 Wow, okay, it was close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, welcome to the New Blue Review. Thanks. Thank Thanks you. for having Thanks us. Yeah, yeah. You, can hear, you can hear they're des- desperately um, uh, uh, enthusiastic, and that's only because we, <laughs> we didn't have much coffee in the studio this morning, and they're seriously into coffee. So, I mean, that's the most important thing, guys. What did you think of coffee in Israel? Do you want to <laughs> 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 it was okay. It was okay. Um, I must say, South Africa has uh, got an amazing coffee culture. Yeah, and we get some of the best beans in the world here. So, uh, yeah, it's not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. We did find one or two good cups, though. So. Uh, f- yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, if you want to hear people moan about coffee, uh, <laughs> you put these two in a place where they where they can't get any, then the, then there's a lot of money. Uh, so you guys, uh, you you went on this trip to Israel. Uh, you were taking Instagram photos. How did you even come to a, a project like this? So I got an email um, out of the blue saying, hey, Lexi, we like your what you've done on Instagram. And yeah, would you be interested in going to Israel? Um, I basically jumped out of my chair when I saw the email. I was so you thought it was a 419 scan, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> this way. <laughs> Just deposit your money. <laughs> and uh, now I was really, really excited. Um, and uh, I responded actually quite quickly um, to the email. And, yeah, uh, before I knew it, I was, uh, you know, in a plane you know, to Israel. And it Mick, was actually, sorry, it was actually quite quick. Uh, uh, the, the turnaround. Like, yeah, it was like two weeks. Oh, hectic. Yeah, okay. So you didn't have any travel plans and suddenly you had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, same on my side. I was in the States and then I got an email saying, do you want to go to Israel? And I was like, of course. And with one week later, I was in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so a quick turnaround. Um, you guys are both Instagrammers. Uh, you got to have a following. I hear on Instagram, you got to have pictures. And, and so, I mean, how many followers do you guys have each? 
I think I've got. I mean, no, no one's really counting, but you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've put around seventy-five thousand. Okay, so so not a bad uh, chunk. Uh, you guys are both friends. Do you ever like compete for 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 who's got the most every day? Every day, <laughs> <laughs> you just like WhatsApp Mick in the morning. Ha ha, Mick, hundred more. You lost the line and away away. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, and, and how did you get uh, into this gig of, of, of Instagramming? I mean, it's kind of uh, uh, a little bit random. You you can't be you can't swear at people like you can on Twitter, and you can't put like uh, ridiculous self-evasing uh, Facebook messages. So, so what attracted you guys to Instagram to begin with? I mean, I just for me it started about sharing my story and my journey especially you know traveling around the world and just taking photos of moments that i think are beautiful and that i would like to share with other people and it just grew organically out of that mm-hmm. and for me it was kind of a mistake <laughs> uh, sounds like a good mistake <laughs> yeah. to me a friend of mine was like what what is that rubbish app you're using hipstamatic and it like was a stupid filters and was actually quite uh, ridiculous and he's like just download instagram it's got really nice filters uh, and if you look at my first photo, it's actually a photo of, of me taking a photo of a shoe uh, <laughs> and putting a filter over it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was just a mistake. And then I realized the amazing community and uh, storytelling that you can through photos and connecting with people. And it just it just grew from there. So are you guys like full-time Instagrammers? No. No. So, but I mean, to get like seventy five, eighty thousand followers, how how often are you going out and taking pictures and and doing this? And how long have you been involved? So the the concept of Instagram is obviously I'm I'm still a photographer, but I share everything on Instagram. Um, so I would try go out as often as I can um, to shoot. So I might not be a full time. Uh, Instagram as such but um, you know my life is actually consumed by photography to my wife's uh, anger <laughs> Wait, is, is she the subject of a lot of pictures not no not really <laughs> <laughs> okay so at least that's that's good yeah I mean it's just something we would always love meeting up a bunch of Instagrammers and going you know exploring Joburg and areas that people haven't been going and just seeing what that's like and sharing those stories and we'd often just meet on the weekends to take photos and explore new areas and parts of Johannesburg. Because that's a big part of, of Instagram culture. It's not just that you're like uploading pictures and taking them. It's actually that people get together to do these like Insta walks and everyone walks around and takes pictures and, and does stuff, right? 100%. A big component of Instagram is the community. Yeah, the community on Instagram is amazing. And it's like you can go anywhere in the world and hit someone up and just say, hey, I'm landing tomorrow. Do you want to you know, meet up? And they will be absolutely happy to show you around. It's almost like these little tour guides you have all around the world mm. that are just willing to share a little piece of their life with you. And it's usually you're going to see spots that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. You know, So it's a very almost curated experience that they give you. And, and you guys are both kind of creators in your own right. Okay? Um, uh, what kind of work do you do? Because it sounds like Instagram is sort of then an extension of your creative personas. So it's funny because I've got quite a um, boring... Uh, nine to five. It's, I'm I'm a recruitment consultant. <laughs> okay. Uh, which Does is, everyone who comes in gets their own Instagram? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I grew it. No. <laughs> Will you follow me, please? <laughs> <laughs> or you don't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I am. I did uh, study marketing, and uh, you know I am very creative as such. 
But, um, you know, I, I love what I do in recruitment, but it's not as creative as I would be, you know, taking photos or drawing a painting. And um, for me, the the Instagram was a way that I can be creative and use it as a creative outlet um, because I, 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 that is a big part of who I am. Um, so it's like you said, you know, for Mick, I would say it's more of an extension of what he does. But for me, it's actually what it, it's, it's another side of my personality, which really needs to be watered as such. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, for myself, um, I work in film and advertising and it was because of film that Instagram started. So um, with one of my previous films that, you know, did a festival run. And because of that, it was just you get to start traveling and seeing the world and. Um, you're always just looking for beautiful pictures or whatever might be happening. So, yeah, that's how. Great. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to talk about the film, the film stuff a little bit later on. But uh, let's uh, talk about the trip. So you, you you got the email, you responded. It wasn't a scam. That's well, mostly <laughs> mo- mostly wasn't a scam. Um, what, what did you have any perceptions before going about what you thought this might be all about? I did. Um, I had a totally different perception of uh, what I thought Israel would be like. Um, I imagined an older city. Uh, I imagined like a Moroccan streets, like a, you know, that kind of uh, and blankets and, you know, like uh, people smoking, and, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But obviously it definitely was nothing like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I kept trying to think of places that I have visited. Um, and, yeah, it was nothing like that at all. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll come to do that uh, in a moment. We'll take a short break and we'll come back. We'll find out exactly the kind of places that you went. We're talking to two Instagrammers just recently went to Israel on the hashtag Yalla Yebel campaign and their experiences while traveling in. From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. Yeah, there we go, 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is the New Blue Review, and we are doing Instagram today. If you are a social media maven, then you will not want to miss out on uh, this particular show. We've got two uh, Instagrammers, Mick and Alexi. They've recently been to Israel on the hashtag Yalla Yebel campaign, uh, comparing Israeli and South African societies via Instagram uh, and through pictures. So you guys weren't didn't know really what to expect, and uh, you 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 got into town. Uh, kind of where did you go, and what did you see and do? Well, we got lost pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get lost? I mean, there's aren't there all these apps now that like drive you around with maps and whatever? Well, we, we put all our faith in someone, <laughs> <laughs> and they got lost. Well, you know, you can't take the human element uh, out, out of traveling, I guess, even with all the tech side of things. So, okay, but you it got was lost. fun getting lost. Yeah, yeah. Really those were some of the best, probably the best moments. moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always like that. Where when it's like having a lost tour guide, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just say. <laughs> um, no, but we we landed in uh, Tel Aviv and we made our way through to Jerusalem, um, and yeah, it was just crazy from there. Like, obviously, we'd, we'll tell you about the each and every experience, but we started off in Jerusalem, which strangely felt very much like Cyprus. Because you you have a separate family, right? Yes. And you've been so so, and that's in the Mediterranean. It's kind of uh, neighbors where all Israelis go to get married if they want to sort of uh, not go through the uh, Israeli channel. So Friendly. so so it is a. Uh, you say it did kind of look similar. Yeah, well, very similar. I mean, it, it felt like I was in Cyprus at, at times. You know, driving into Jerusalem—that's the first thing, you know, that I thought. 
it was actually crazy. It was like I was sending messages to my to my uh, friends saying, "Ah, oh, feels like I'm in Cyprus." <laughs> you know, it 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 was very similar. Yeah. And besides the look and feel of the place, I mean, did it did it feel kind of Mediterranean in, in, as I imagine Cyprus might? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and that's what surprised me the most. It felt more European than anything else. <laughs> um, you would think it'd be like a, a totally different city, but it actually felt very European. Yeah. So you you stayed. Uh, you were in Jerusalem. You were opposite uh, Bibi Netanyahu's house. Bibi, yeah. yeah uh, Benji wouldn't let us take photos. <laughs> 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 wouldn't want you to get arrested while uh, tra- traveling through through Bibi's house. Uh, and 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 you in Jerusalem. The first place you went was the old city. Yeah, it what? was really beautiful. The old cities. It's like totally different. You know, with all these like just white or cream walls everywhere. It was absolutely beautiful. These little narrow streets. And you could definitely get lost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're very easy to get lost in the old city. Uh, and and part of the experience, I guess, is that the old city is full of lots of different religious sites. Uh, did you go to, to to any of those? Yeah, I think we went to most of the sites. We went to the Wailing Wall and um, to Golgotha and all of those spots. And it was just interesting to see, you know, things that you've always heard or read or you know, um, quite you know, it's been distance away from from those to actually see it, see it and have it there in front of you that was quite a, quite an experience and it was also quite interesting to see like all the religions just you know melting together in one little you know spot just chilling out yeah and yeah. Uh, like uh, again like there was another perception that you know everyone did seem very comfortable together i saw you know everything you know christians jews you, you name it all just uh, you know muslims all just you know in one area which was quite fascinating yeah it certainly is a, a quite a, a, a melting uh, uh, pot of color, and and I suppose you you got in if you did the old city on on a Friday, uh, you would have gone for a Shabbat meal. Alexi, you, you you know something about Shabbat meals, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> you've, been, you've been to a few. <laughs> been to a few. <laughs> Alexi has lots of Jewish friends, so he knows all all, of, all about uh, Shabbat meals. But Mick, you've ne- you'd never been on a, on a Sabbath meal before. No, I haven't been on one before. So it was a really cool experience. I mean, and the food was amazing. I'm like struggling to find good hummus now. <laughs> I think we posed the question, do we break the bread or do we cut the bread? He didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you a folder or a scrunchie? You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, struggling without hummus, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the hummus, I mean, the hummus was a big issue because uh, you guys ate a lot of hummus yeah, while you like, day. Pray, basically. Day. <laughs> we put on our eggs in the morning. <laughs> every single day, yeah. What, what you lacked in coffee, you made up for in yeah, hummus. hummus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, what, what is the, why is hummus uh, so different to here than what it is? Uh, is it just smoother? Is it more? T- well, what's I it? would think it's the, the tahini is better. Yeah, and yeah. it had a very like and different smoother, texture yeah. to it. Mm. So it's it kind very of flavorful. it's kind of softer. Like mm. when you eat hummus in South Africa, it kind of has like you're eating a kind of a cement, you know, like, <laughs> got that, like that rough surface to it. But it was definitely smoother. It's definitely smoother yeah. as well. So, so part of it, you guys are Instagrammers, so it's very important, like. You gotta like upload the the picture, and there's like the whole hashtag and whatever. You can't you can't do that on on the Sabbath, right? Because uh, they've got all these laws and whatever. Did, was that something you observed at all, or was it? Um, uh, did you just uh, carry on? Uh, was it different to have it be in a city where a lot of people were observing the Sabbath? Well, we we had a job to do, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were like hashtagging <laughs> the rabbi at the table. <laughs> But, uh, you know, obviously we did, uh, we switched our phones off and, uh, you know, we respected, uh, you know, at uh, Shabbos dinner, which was, uh, you know, which was important. It was um, actually weird not to look at your phone for a while. It was quite, 
I was actually watching yeah. Nick. I'm like, stop it. You know, <laughs> put the phone away. It was almost like withdrawals, but <laughs> no, it was, it was really awesome just, you know, to switch off for a little bit and uh, experience a good meal with some really awesome people and mm-hmm. just the stories and things that came out of that experience a different culture. Um, so, so the the Friday night meal that you went to was just like uh, just a rabbi that you that you, that you went to w- with a family uh, with the other guests. Well, so it was uh, quite a crazy experience because uh, there's a um, I don't know they they called it a startup. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a startup in Israel, apparently. <laughs> Even the Shabbat dinner. <laughs> but um, uh, basically, there's Shabbat dinners that take place all over Israel, and you can connect to. Um, a family or connect to this organization and they'll um, you know organize you to go to a Shabbat dinner which was I think there was 14 of us that were there yeah yeah I mean and it was great on the way to the dinner as well we were getting lost as we were you know quite often (laughs) 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 and you know random people were inviting us to Shabbat at their house so that was quite a it was a really cool experience as well just to see strangers inviting us for Dinner. It's, it, is, it is kind of different from South Africa in that respect that you people do walk and it is like kind of a more open society than Johannesburg where you'd be driving. Certainly, I don't know if you would invite someone to your house for a, a meal on, on a Friday night in, in Johannesburg who you've never met. Yeah, I thought he was trying to mug us. No. <laughs> Another scam. <laughs> Another scam. <laughs> but it was, it was quite like a, it was, you know, it made me feel like I was part of something, part of a community, and it was just really nice to. To experience, um, and and when we finally found our way to uh, where we needed to go, um, the, the 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 guy that or the rabbi that was uh, you know so um, great to invite us into his home, you know, explained uh, and told us about his area where he stays, and he walked us through these streets, and yeah, that was quite an experience as well. It was just nice to see people that are so proud of their religion and their culture and willing to share it, but also not like force it down your throat. You know, we never felt like people trying to force that religion. Was, that or was for the fishballs. Yeah. <laughs> Better eat the fishballs. <laughs> well, if, if you would like to talk to uh, Alexi or, or Nicholas, please uh, get in touch with us. You can SMS us on 34519 or uh, you can you can tweet us at uh, FM or even uh, fa- uh, uh, WhatsApp us, 061. One eight nine five one zero one nine, or even I guess Instagram us, right? Uh, you can send us a, a sliding DM uh, to us or to Alexi. Uh, he's I can see already uh, contravening High FM policy by using a cell phone during the broadcast <laughs> and uh, Instagramming on it. So you can go have a look, Alexi. What is your uh, what what is your 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 Instagram uh, uh, handle. handle? It's Alexi and then Oso Alexioso Alexioso. Is that like a like like in Harry Potter? It's like when you want to cast an Instagram, <laughs> Alexioso, <laughs> and uh, like I, I actually can't stand my Instagram, <laughs> and it happened so many years ago. I just can't change it now. Uh, it actually means uh, like my name, my my Greek name is Alexios, mm-hmm. and Portocalis means orange. Okay, so it's like Alexios orange. Oh. Ah, very clever. Not really, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've just got to stick with it now. And Mick, what's your what's your handle? Yeah, mine's a long one, so it's just my name and surname, Nicholas okay. Manika. So, add M I K L A S M A N N E K E. 
Oh, there you go. Uh, the two of them co- constantly comment on one another's uh, things, so you can just go look for uh, Alexis, and then you can find Nicholas if you can't spell like me. Uh, it, sh- it should be fine. Okay, so you did the old city. You kind of uh, chunked around in Jerusalem. Did you go anywhere else that wasn't Jerusalem? Yeah, I mean, we went all around Israel. We went to Tel Aviv, we went to Masada, we went to Haifa, um, and just experienced a lot. It was really awesome. I mean, we were busy every single day from early in the morning till late at night just because we wanted to experience as much as possible, you know. So we'd come back and from Haifa or something and then go out again just to experience. The Mick just wanted city. to have beer all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you actually, as part of your thing, you also run a beer blog. Is that right? Yeah, I've got an account called How Handsome Is My Beer, and it's just reviewing beers from all around the world, so I've made sure to try a few in Israel. So obviously, I mean, that's a big part of the experience, right? It's not just the places, uh, but it's also like the food. So you guys have mentioned the hummus uh, <coughs> and the lack of coffee. Uh, but um, I mean, other than that, how did you find the – let's talk about the beers. What did you actually uh, – what did you actually try out and, and it wasn't any good? Yeah, there were a few good beers, but it was surprising that there were a lot of international beers that were being served, mm. just as like, yeah, you know, that. the average beer at a bar. Um, but I, I mean, like, we I did like the local beers. They were yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. The one night didn't go so well. You had, what was it, a Turbach or something, Turborg? Uh uh, yeah, but, but it was like okay. A, what is that? A Belgian beer? What, what, what beer is that? Like I think so. You're so the handsome beer people. <laughs> not, not, yeah. not me. Okay. So and I mean, we also had the big search for the shakshuka. <laughs> we had to get that. Yeah. It took us, what's it, five days? Yeah. <laughs> so, but you did get the best shakshuka in Jerusalem. We did. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, a really good really, one. really, really good. Okay. So, so shakshuka, hummus, and beer, that was really basically the, the whole the whole vibe for the trip. And I must say, the best falafel I had was um, at the Shabbos dinner. I had a good, good falafel. Yeah, and and the hummus was great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny Tel we were Aviv like, good. We, I, th- I think I said to the, uh, I said to her, um, this is amazing hummus. Did you make it? And she goes, no. Why would I? You know, I got the got best uh, hummus <laughs> there at the market. <laughs> was, was the market an interesting experience? Because it's not like a supermarket like we would have here. It's people screaming and shouting and beating fish on tables and stuff. That was probably my favorite yeah. experience um, in in on the trip. One of my favorite experiences. The market was amazing just because yeah. there was just so much fresh food everywhere as well. You, you just wanted to eat everything all the time <laughs> and, and and Benji did uh, like got us a really nice uh, spread from uh, you know the market and I think it was olives and the hummus I th- that was the best breakfast I think yeah. we had and it was all fresh food from the market which was yeah, amazing yeah certainly interesting and, and you, you only had to elbow an old lady out the way three times in order to get to <laughs> it so, so, so that was good I mean, besides the food is there anything else that, uh, that stood out particularly like things you enjoyed maybe that you didn't know about uh, places that you that you really like for me I think it was mostly um, the people that was something that, like really I, I really enjoyed about uh, Israel but most importantly I think it was and I've, I've said this before on, on Chai FM is the fact that this each place is so different and so close together like Tel Aviv is so different to Jerusalem which is so different to Haifa which is so different to Masada I mean every place was you know, incredibly different. So, f- from a visual point of view, it's it's you know there were so many you know different things to witness in such a small area. Um, that for me, it, you know, blew my mind. Um, I mean, Tel Aviv is Joburg to Pretoria, basically, and it's so different. Uh, it's amazing, yeah. Yeah, and I mean the people as well. Every single place we went to, people were meeting up with us and showing us around, and they were so friendly and took us on their boats. And I mean. Israel's got some of the best taxi drivers as well. They have a great sense of humor. 
Um, Hit and miss. <laughs> Depends on the taxi driver. <laughs> and the one thing I really appreciated was all these layers of history where, you know, it was just you'd peel away one layer and one story and there's a totally different, like, more fascinating story underneath that. And it didn't matter where you went, there were all these just layers of stories, like when we went to Masada, for example. And you went and you checked out the archaeology there and King Herod and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we went, we got up yeah, really early was- in the morning and slept in the taxi all the way to Masada and I mean you know coming from Jerusalem and getting into Masada in the middle of the desert it felt like we were on Mars or on a different planet it was absolutely amazing at sunrise just walking all the way up and the history you know yeah, it gives you chills it, yeah. the story gives you chills and it was amazing to like to I don't know kind of tap into that tragic story of Masada um, which, which just yeah just was incredible and then what was really nice, there was a little a temple um, in Masada, and you know, people were praying in there. That was quite a nice moment, also. Okay, well, um, let's take a, a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be speaking more about Instagram. We're also going to be playing one of the theme tunes of uh, the trip, from what I understand. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, well, let's take a break, and then we'll, we'll come back after that. The best part of your day. At the heart of your community. All the talk. All the music. All the news. Hi, FM. 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome to the program. And uh, we've been discussing Instagram today with two expert Instagrammers. They have lots and lots of followers and uh, they are discussing their trip uh, to Israel and some of the things they saw, the people that they met and, of course, most of the things that they ate. Um, guys, getting away from the touristic aspect for a second. One of the things you said is like photography is a, a big part of what you do, but photography is kind of different from Instagram because what makes a good photograph doesn't necessarily make a good Instagram. So, so talk to me a little bit about what is the visual, uh, the visual background behind how you take it. Take me through your process. Well, I'd kind of disagree. Sorry, Benji. <laughs> uh, I do think um, uh, what makes a good Instagram is a good photo. That's that's my opinion. Yes, um, the, but now, like, let's look at what makes a good Instagram photo. I think it's more of a story that you're telling through that image than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying in terms of on Instagram, it's about having a specific visual style and making sure everything's consistent. And you might take a good photo that doesn't fit into the style, you know, or the profile of your actual Instagram account. So you might not post that. So I guess there's that where you have to really consider... Does it fit into the style of your account? And and the one thing that I like, you know, Mick and I were saying when we got back, it was amazing because we creatively pushed each other so much, and it was like we haven't felt so creative in in you know in quite a long time before we went on this trip. So sitting sitting with Mick and uh, you know going through our photos every day, we actually looked at like what kind of stories we want to tell through these images and what kind of stories we want to tell. You know, of Israel through these images. So, going back to your question again, it's like, what makes a good Instagram photo? Um, it's a tough, it's a tough question uh, because there's so many layers to it. But as long as it's, you know, as long as you are telling something through that image, that's very important. Now, even so, like, what inspires an image? I mean, I remember being quite in awe at some point. We were walking around in the old city, and uh, there's this smelly alleyway with a red umbrella and a sign and you Oaks then spent a half an hour <laughs> sitting there taking pictures waiting for people to come past you're like no man 
Alexis, move to the side. Move to the other side. Benji, get out my frame. Come on. So, like, what what talked to you about a, a random alleyway in the middle of the old city that you that you understood? Because that was probably the most liked photograph of the entire trip was mm. was a picture of Alexi looking into the sun in an alleyway in the old city. I think it's a light. Yeah, it's all yeah. about the light. And it's not the Alexi. It's <laughs> yeah, my red hat that I lost. <laughs> Your yeah, wife must be so excited you lost so that red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about the light, you know. Um, and also just finding there was a theme of red in the photo and the light and the alleyway. And it had a very nice just tone and atmosphere to the picture. So definitely wanted to capture that. And that's what the Instagrammers uh, were, were, were kind of into. into. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it was just that moment, like because you know, it, I was basically looking up into the sky, like, oh, that's so nice. And the mix, like, hey, stop, don't move. <laughs> so it it was kind of like uh, he he saw that moment and he saw that 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 opportunity to take that image. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like oh, stand there, turn. Like he saw it happen, and then he was like, so or, you know, you asked, you know, what makes a good photo? It also has to be authentic. So that's very important about Instagram. A lot of people like pose and they, you know, it's too fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, it was real. It was it was authentic. And I think that's why it, it did, did do as well as it did. Yeah, it was also quite interesting. Um, most of this trip, we looked through, our, through the lens of our camera. You know, that's how we experienced most of the trip. Um, and it was different to a usual trip, just going with some friends or, with a, you know, your girlfriend or something, having a trip. Uh, and I think it helped us find those little moments, those nuances that you wouldn't have seen generally if you were just going on a normal trip. And I think we really were able to appreciate and see Israel in a different way because we were looking for small moments. We were looking for what makes the place beautiful. And I mean, we didn't have to look very far to find that. Yeah. What, was, what were your guys' favorite pictures that you took? Don't sure. say the alleyway one. I got that one already. Uh, no, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's horrible. You know, actually, no, I have to look. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, and and that's probably not the answer you want, but I think each and every one of them were kind of unique, you know, to to me in some way. Um, I, I, one of my favorite moments uh, in Israel was strange to say, but was sitting in that coffee shop in Jerusalem. Um, I, I, as you know, I love coffee and I love sitting in coffee shops and talking. And I think just just sitting down and it, it felt so European in there. And I don't know if you can remember. And there was that gentleman in the corner of the coffee shop reading his paper. Who looked like Larry David. Yeah, <laughs> the Larry David shot. Yeah. And, and, and for some reason, you know, that just takes me back to um, that moment or that time sitting with you you guys. Also, another, another moment was when there was that old man in the uh, Mahane Yehuda. Machane Yehuda, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Did I get it? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Better than some um, of my pronunciation of some of the commercials, huh? Uh, but uh, there was a guy just sitting having a smoke on the table, and I just took my camera, and I was like, okay, be brave, be brave. <laughs> and I walked, and I put my camera in his face, and I took the shot. So that, that, that for me, was also one of my favorite shots. Yeah, Mick, do you have I a favorite think, shot? Um, like Alexis said, everything... It was about finding those shots in these moments, you know, like standing on top of the gardens in Haifa was absolutely amazing and then trying to capture that. It was almost impossible to capture it in an image. Mm. Um, but one of my favorite moments was just standing at the Wailing Wall um, and how the wall is divided, you know, and men and women are on separate sides. And I went over to the wall to look across at what was happening on the woman's side, you know. And what was Happening in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's going a bit red. It's fine. Yeah. 
He was and checking the while I was looking, <laughs> while I was looking over the wall, <laughs> while I was looking out, you know, I saw all these women looking in to see what's happening on our side, and I took a photo in that moment where you had all these people looking in while I'm looking out, and I thought that was quite interesting. How we're always like interested in looking over these barriers over the wall to see what's happening on the other side. Yeah, very, curiosity. very, very powerful image, uh, that one that, that, that you got there. Uh, t- giving people uh, an idea, what, what would you suggest to people on Instagram? Maybe they want to get onto Instagram. Uh, you guys, like, you know, the, you take the shot, and that takes quite a lot of time. But afterwards, it's also, like, quite intensive. Like, you guys told me you're not really heavy ev- editors of your photographs. But nonetheless, there's a lot of digital work that goes into uh, – actually figuring out like what shots what's the best one what's the filter how do you cut it uh you know there's what would you suggest for people who wanting to actually take this on and take pictures on instagram well okay so going back to what you asked i think the most difficult part in our process or in my process is the selection um that that i don't know if you noticed that took a mick and i quite a long time (laughs) what do you think you know like it's that it's that selecting that image that you want um that would Firstly, represent the day for you. Um, then the second thing was obviously choosing a style which uh, represents your feed, and you know, and edits and make sure it's quite difficult to, you know, not edit that much. Yeah. Um, you know, and and still have a feel, uh, you know, to the image. Uh, you know, that takes a bit of time. And if you want to see someone mope, it's Alexi. If he thinks he didn't get a photo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so Alexi, what do you think your photo is? All terrible. Not the worst. It's the worst day. <laughs> the worst. The worst. The worst. And then when you go back, you know, you realize you did get very beautiful moments. So. And and often like. Uh, I mean, I found you guys, you know, you spent the whole day, take you to all the sites. Nah, it's rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. And then like the last half an hour when we're going to the train station and suddenly that's where all the pictures of the day come out of, right? <laughs> Inspiration doesn't always strike the whole day. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, uh, I, I do love landscape photography and I do love street photography, but I also I love urban photography. So the minute that... I don't know if you even call it that urban photography, but or, street photography. Yeah, no, nah, like like street is just more like the people in the streets and the moments in the streets. But like I think urban photography would be more like, you know, you know, mega structures, architecture, and architecture, mm-hmm. and like you know that grungy, grimy city feel vibe, whatever. And um, you know, as soon as we got into that station in Tel Aviv and it was that awesome train station. I like uh, I lit up, and uh, and Benji and Mick just wanted to go home. It's <laughs> 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 and, be- and Mick's like, "Get me a beer." I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> just one photo," <laughs> and I was running around frantically, please. <laughs> but actually, the, the, there was a shot that Mick took there, which he still hasn't shared. I still um, need to share it. Yeah. yeah, it's a really, really beautiful moment that was actually taking place in the. In the train station, and it was so, so funny because it was like this apocalyptic kind of image. <laughs> uh, so look out for that. Yeah, that that, that one's coming. Uh, and Mick, I actually want to ask about some of your your other creative process because you do you do do film and and that sort of thing. What what kind of uh, film film have you done? Um, I mean, to this point, I've only done short films, both in fiction and documentary. So I'm busy working on a documentary at the moment, and one of my fiction films was completed a while back, and you know, did a festival run with that. And and those uh, about about South Africa. What, what was it all about? Uh, so the first film was about South Africa, but um, it was basically the story of apartheid, but almost in a Dr. Seuss kind of way. And you know, I'm just going to say he was uh, nominated for a student Oscar for that. <laughs> he, he doesn't uh, like he's to so humble. He doesn't like to, you know. <laughs> Am I your salesman? <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, I mean, the film did well because of that. And we traveled to over 150 festivals around the world. And it was just great to share the South African story around the world. And, you know, the fact that um, South Africa really came together and it was all about that moment of coming together and talking and um that's what I tried to translate within the film. And you actually got beaten by a, by a, someone from Jerusalem, so you could come and see the enemy firsthand. <laughs> no, not that year. <laughs> different year, different year. Um, uh, beat you? <laughs> okay, so, so you did a South African film, but your next film is not South African related. No, so my next film I started while I was studying in the States, and um, that's a documentary that I've been filming over the last two years, and it's all about the... Um, refugee crisis happening in Europe and just the story, you know, everyone knows the image of all these masses of people washing up on the shore and um, it's just actually making the story very personal to one person and the film has been uh, filmed in a VR experience as well, so quite an immersive experience for people who are going to be watching the piece. Absolutely fascinating. We're talking Instagram today on the new Blue Review. We'll be back just after the break. Stay relevant and up to date. This is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the new Blue Review. And we're talking Instagram today. We've got two Instagrammers, Miklas and Alexi, in studio. They've just recently been on a trip uh, to Israel uh, along with some South- Israelis who went to South Africa uh, on behalf of LL and uh, the Israeli embassy and the South African Friends of Israel uh, having a look at this trip. And guys, uh, how did your followers react? Uh, sometimes you get trolls on social media. Uh, Israel can be a bit of a political thing sometimes. What did people think about you taking pictures? I mean, I got a good amount of trolling, but at the same time, you know, I went there with an open mind and the goal was just to Instagram the experience and not try and make a political statement of any sort. Um, And, I mean, it was an absolutely beautiful country. There's no denying that. So I'd say it's one of the best, like, it's one of the only places where I've left there and then, you know, within a week I'm like, yo, I really want to yeah, go, go back. Yeah, I want to go back. I've been thinking like, like every day going, oh, I actually, I actually yeah. phoned Mick. <laughs> like, Mick, what are you doing? He's like, I'm at the office. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you want to go back? <laughs> I think, you know, we, we did have that yeah. moment. I mean, uh, we're, We'd love to just spend a day yeah. at the bus station in Tel Aviv because oh. the bus station is fascinating. That that did you listen to the podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Tel Aviv, what's it? The new Tel Aviv, the bus new station. Tel Aviv bus station. Yeah. So so, it, we, I was listening to the podcast again because and you know Benji Mick forgot and his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought new backpacks as well. <laughs> so funny, but uh, so we we went to this new Tel Aviv bus station and um, it's this like cr- crazy maze. Um, and and you know they built this uh, you know bus station and it's been so bad for the people in the area and you know so many people it's ruined you know but the stories in that bus station is incredible and and I'm I'm just so sad that I didn't go exploring in that bus station that's like right up my like uh, urban exploring uh, you know alley you know like there's there's a movie cinema. With with the old posters from the '90s still up, and it's like totally abandoned. I was like, "Let's go there," you know. <laughs> All the graffiti, like the entire floor, that's just full of graffiti. Man, I like. I I just want to go back and experience yeah. that. You know, uh, it's just crazy. Maybe getting get some hummus in the market, hummus somewhere there, and just going exploring. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what they're talking about is that the Tel Aviv bus station uh, it has a bit of a rep for 
not being the best design. And someone did a whole podcast. Uh, if you go listen to Israel's story, not on my show, do it on someone else's show. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called Israel's story. And they've done a whole thing about the Tel Aviv bus station. Uh, it's become legendary for some of its photography. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that was, uh, it was quite a, quite a cool experience, except that I lost my backpack. Uh, <laughs> some, some piece all on a bus somewhere, uh, wasn't going to, wasn't going to. Uh, we, we've got a one minute, uh, before we end. Uh, you guys, you didn't just take pictures. You also got this thing called stories on on uh, on Instagram. Talk to us a little bit quickly about what does that mean. So the stories is is basically it's a little section or element of uh, Instagram where you you take snapshots and videos of what you're experiencing at that time, so and that got like, crazy engagement. Yeah, yeah, a lot of engagement. It's almost like giving people that behind the scenes look of what you're going to be posting later in the day, and it got a lot of engagement, and people were. You know, almost like curating our trip for us. I would just on my story say, "Oh, where's a good coffee shop or something like that." Well, and you they you guys ended up some hectic bars uh, because of that, right? Yeah, because uh, people, pe- oh. people were even like suggesting yeah. places while you were while people you were, on the were road. curating our trip, and that was amazing as well. Oh, it's like yeah. having five thousand million guide tour guides <laughs> showing you what to do. <laughs> okay, well, that, uh, absolutely fascinating, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, People, please go have a look. Hashtag Yellow Yabba, Yellow Yebo. Uh, go have a look at their <laughs> at their stuff. It is amazing. Thank you to everyone for help putting the show together. Uh, for you guys for coming in, go have a look. Alexi Oso uh, and uh, yeah, and and uh, and and Mick, Nicholas Maneke, uh and you can all just check the hashtag Yellow Yebo. I'd like to just say thank you to everyone that made this possible. Uh, and uh, you know the friends of Israel as well as the uh, embassy. Yeah, and LL the airline. It was really great that they the, the trip it was a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, and maybe we'll hope to see you in Israel once again. Uh, and to play out, I thought we would play the song that was the theme of the trip. Have a listen to this.